Welcome to the Vibe Lifter podcast. I'm Tish, one of the Reglan Food co-founders, and I'm here to help lift your vibe with inspiring stories from people out in their local communities doing good mahi. So settle in and let's meet our guest of the day. Today we're chatting with Adele Hatting, who won our second Vibe Lifter Award in July this year in recognition of her work with elderly and people living with disabilities. And she's currently moving into the sustainability education space. Hello, Adele. Thanks for making the drive over the Divi to be here today. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor to be here. Oh, it's an honor to have you. So tell me a little bit about your journey. Where has life led you over the past 10 years and what have been some of the highlights? Yeah, thank you for asking. I moved here to New Zealand from sunny South Africa about eight years ago. Mm -hmm. In South Africa, I owned my own beauty business Mm. uh, before relocating to New Zealand. Since I arrived on New Zealand shores, I've really always been working with people. Yes. Working with people that live with disabilities, Mm. um, volunteering to work with the elderly. And um, yeah, it's just really opened up the world of serving others to me, which has been really wonderful. You were saying before that you have done nails for people in retirement homes. I bet they would love that. Yes, absolutely. So I volunteered with um, the elderly Mm. doing, you know, just a lot of personal care things that Mm. that get, you know, left out when you get a bit older and you can't do those things for yourself or Mm. if you don't feel up to going out. Hmm. So providing a bit of care and a bit of love, yeah. you know, to brighten up the world of the elderly. Hmm. So um, that's been really amazing. I think there's so much to learn from older people. Yeah, they have and so much just, knowledge. Yeah, absolutely. If you just spend a little bit of time, you can gain so much hmm. and it doesn't cost you a thing. Oh, that is really beautiful. And I guess this sort of ties into the next question I wanted to ask, which is, what you loved about your work in that sector. So obviously the people connection was really big for you, but anything else that sort of stood out as a highlight, things that just brightened your day? Absolutely. You know, just the sheer gratefulness of the elderly and people living with disabilities. If you assist them in any shape or form, Mm. it creates a level of acceptance and the appreciation that you get by just treating them like normal people yeah, is absolutely beautiful. And it's really improved my life mm. and, um, you know, just really opened up my eyes and my heart to be in a position where I want to do more. Were there any, any favorite people that you met along the way? Any particularly oh. cute little stories or little interactions you could think of? Absolutely. Absolutely. So I met, I met a guy and he's actually South African as well. Yes. He actually became a very close friend of mine. Hmm. Um, he lives with a disability mm-hmm. and, um, he's got a passion for music and, and, mm-hmm you know, DJing at events. Cool. And so I helped him set up a little business and oh. he's, yeah, he's now doing it to earn a bit of money. A DJing business. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He's a really cool guy and he constantly sends me videos and, Aww. you know, I, I met him through work affiliations, but he's, um, you know, he's become now a become a friend. Yeah. Which is really awesome. What disability was he living with? So he has autism. Oh, yeah. yeah. I have heard that people who have autism can be super musical, like really talented in that area. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it doesn't mean because someone has a disability, they can't work or they can't do certain things for enjoyment. 
the world is really their oyster and, you know, just like us, they can do anything that, that they set their minds to. Yes. Um, all they need is a bit of support. Yeah, some encouragement. encouragement along Mm. the way, absolutely. And that's where you've come in. (laughs) Um, So tell me something that you wish everyone understood about people who are living with disabilities. Yeah, so we could all do more to empower people Mm. that are living with disabilities, Mm -hmm. uh, make them part of our communities and accept them. Yes. And treat them like normal people. Mm. Which does seem to be the theme of what they want more than anything, you know. It's exactly. Just, just to be one of the team, like just exactly. to be included. It's all about building capacity and capability in our disabled community and making people part of our everyday lives. Mm. I can kind of connect with that a bit because my brother, uh, he lives in Christchurch and he also works with people with disabilities. So he works for this lovely organization called Hohepa and his job is the activity coordinator. So he organizes all these fun outings for them to go on and, and they're dealing with all kinds of different things. So it's quite a sort of eclectic group, but his goal is to try and get the community to interact with them so he takes them places that you might not usually think of like he's taking them to learn wrestling and go sailing and do bow and arrow shooting and I don't know he's come up with all kinds of different things music and so on and a big part of it for him is getting the people who run those activities to just interact and treat them like they would any other customer or client awesome and yeah apparently that that's been really cool really cool that's amazing Mm. Yeah, that's actually one of the things that I love doing most is arranging workshops and events for people Mm. living with disabilities, just the excitement and the way they interact Yeah, and um, just learning things and feeling like they have a place in society, you know, is extremely rewarding Mm. and um, it's amazing. Oh, that is really cool. How have you noticed things changing over the past years in terms of awareness and support? Do you think we still have a long way to go? Are we are we doing better than we were? We are absolutely doing better, um, but we are not nearly where we need to be. Mm. Many years ago, people were still being institutionalised. Yes. And now people are living in home-like environments. Yes. And um, their care is being led by them and mm. not by others. Mm-hmm. There's more that we can do to be able to serve better Mm. and to be able to walk alongside people living with disabilities instead of um, wanting to lead the way. Mm. I think we could probably take that wisdom and apply it across a whole bunch of other areas as well. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So they have the say and they get to be empowered and they get to make their own calls on what they want their care to look like rather than just having everything decided for them. 100%, yeah. Having choice and being able to say what my day looks like Mm. and what I get to eat and where I get to go. Mm. All those things in the past used to be dictated, but Mm. things are definitely taking a turn for uh, the better. Um, I think if we can all just keep on encouraging one another, particularly people that work in the health and disability sector, Mm. to use the approach of how can I serve and what would you like to do? Yes. And, um, you know, allowing people living with disabilities to lead the way, we will keep chipping away at improving Mm. um, the way we deal with people that are living with disabilities. Yeah. 
because it's freedom, right? You know, Absolutely. everyone wants freedom. <laughs> it doesn't matter who you are. That's something that humans just value. You don't want to have everything decided for you. You don't want to be put in a little constricting box. You want to have your own choices. Exactly. It's all about choice and control. And when I say that, I don't mean that the choice and control comes from the people providing support. Mm. The choice and control should come from the person that yes. is living with a disability. So true. Can you think of something small that every community member could do that would make a difference for elderly or differently abled people within their community? Absolutely. So, I mean, we all have different lifestyles. Yes. And you won't necessarily always have the money to invest, but every single person can find time. Mm. And if you just give a little bit of your time, that can make all the difference in the world. Mm. So whether it is a service that you can offer, yes. you know, picking up someone's rubbish mm. or going to a retirement village and doing someone's hair, yeah. um, just reading someone a book, mm. taking someone out on a walk, mm -hmm. your time costs literally nothing. But the change that that can affect for people living with disabilities, people living in retirement villages, that is priceless. We have this lovely, amazing local writer here in Raglan and she's been doing this project. It's something else we supported with the community fund, but she's been going and interviewing people at the local retirement village and writing their sort of life stories and then publishing them in the local newspaper. And it's so gorgeous reading them. You know, they're really beautiful. And yeah, I think the thing they appreciate most is just having someone sit there and, and listen to them. And they get to share, you know, because they, they don't get to do that very much. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, I've seen so many different people living with different disabilities that are doing so many amazing things. You know, one of the people that um, I worked alongside, she has her own little arts business. Oh, wow. She goes to markets. Yes. She sells her artwork. Mm. She even makes a few herbal remedies like mm. kawakawa balm. Mm -hmm. And um, she's also won multiple awards for wow. her artwork, which is pretty amazing. So it's really great to see that all people are being acknowledged now mm. and not put into boxes. Yeah. Oh, what about, I'm quite curious about COVID and what kind of impact you think that had for elderly members of the community? What did you sort of notice during that time? Because I've heard it was very isolating. I mean, it was isolating for everyone, but maybe more so for elderly community members. Yeah, I think it was extremely hard. I think, mm. um, you know, us younger bunch just got on with things and, you know, enjoyed being a bit isolated and spending time at home. But I think for the elderly and people living in retirement villages and people living with um, health conditions, mm. they really took the hardest hit yes. purely because of the isolation factor. Mm. Um, you know, they had to be extremely isolated. And even post-COVID, mm. my neighbour living across the road uh, had a heart condition and had oh. to go to hospital for surgery. Yes. His, his wife just stayed at home. She couldn't go mm. anywhere. So we had to pick up shopping and just seeing how um, her mental state was affected mm. by the loneliness mm. um, really affected me. Yeah. And so I would take precaution and go over and, you know, put on a cuppa, provide a bit of company. Uh, but yeah, I think it definitely took um, a massive toll on people that are a bit on the older side. Yeah. Because um, yeah, I think the isolation was real for them. 
Mm, that would definitely be getting to you, eh? And I know for a lot of people, their families really wanted to visit them, but they couldn't, you yeah, know, so. I, that was really hard, you know, I think um, the number of people that passed away. Yeah. That um, didn't get to actually attend their tangies, mm. um, I think must have been really hard. Really hard. Um, me, myself, I lost five family members <gasps> in three months. Five? Yeah. Oh, Adele. During COVID, so oh. that was quite hard and Wow. You know, obviously sitting sitting in a different country. Yes, you can't just fly back to South Africa and <laughs> go say goodbye to everybody. Yeah, so um, if immigration ever really became real, it was during mm, the COVID pandemic. So true. Yeah, but um, we got out the other side and we mm. attended funerals via teams. And, oh, you it's know, just not the same though, is it? No, it's not. But at least we can be grateful for technology because it's otherwise we wouldn't connection. have been able to mm. attend those tangies or funerals. Wow. So what has led to your interest in sustainability education? Because uh, I know that's what's currently on top for you at the moment. And where do you see this taking you in the years ahead? Yes. So um, throughout my work in the disability sector, um, I got involved with an organisation called Parakuri, mm. partnered with them to help us along our sustainability journey. Mm. You know, I realised that um, my own children mm. didn't really understand the impacts on the environment mm. um, due to our food waste or um, what goes into landfill. Mm -hmm. And so it really sparked something within me. I realised that our youth is our future. Yes. And if we plant the seeds with our youth um, and do a little bit at a time, mm. that's going to make a difference in the long run. So the work I'm working on at the moment yes. involves a local school Mm -hmm. We will be providing composting bins yep. and education in terms of environmental sustainability. Mm -hmm. And we will then uh, work with local council yep. and other organisations to provide education to the school children on how to compost. Yep. We'll be visiting worm farms. Mm. And we might even set up a garden yeah, that where the lovely. compost from the food waste can be used to sow back into the community. Yep, that's really cool. Awesome. We've had a few applications with the community fund for the Waita Turner School and so they've set up a garden there for the kids with that funding and then also Tiuku School um, which is just sort of up the road from us they've set up uh, compost bins for the kids and talking to both of those teachers there they say you know kids kids really engage with that kind of thing and they pick it up so quickly and really take it on. And I think the beautiful thing is that they can then go back home and then say to their parents, oh, hey, we should be composting our food here, mum and dad, you know, because only about half of New Zealand families currently compost, you know, nationwide. Absolutely. And I think, um, you know, children don't realise unless they're told mm. um, the impact on the environment if the food that we put into our rubbish bins ends up in landfill, what the repercussions of that is. So I think the power here lies in education yeah. and that starts with our youth. Mm. And so that's where my heart lies at the moment. Um, even though I'm doing a lot of other bits and pieces, volunteering here and there and doing the work that I've loved for so long. Um, so I'll continue doing that, but I'll also continue working with um, mm. the youth and educating them around um, sustainability. Yeah, because you said you have two kids yourself, right? So 12 and 5? Yes. Mm. So, I mean, this is 
it's very relevant yeah, <laughs> to you exactly. just seeing them at home. Absolutely. You know, um, I want them to think before they just chuck something in the bin. Mm. You know, it gets them involved and it gets them excited. Yeah. I think there's power in that. There is, for sure. And so I guess that is what you'll be focusing on with the Vibelifter grant? Absolutely. It will be that, that area, the composting yes. and education. Yes, mm. absolutely. So um, uh, partially it will be, mm. um, but I've also purchased a laptop, which is better than my old one, Great. which will help me to continue doing the volunteer work that I do for people living with disabilities. Mm. Um, you know, whether it is to help them set up a business oh, yeah. or, um, you know, help them advertise for their markets. Mm. I having trouble accessing something from my phone. Can you help me out with the laptop? Oh, yes, I'm sure there'd <laughs> you know? be a lot of those so, sorts of requests. So it really makes a massive difference, um, mm. just something simple like that. And I'm really very appreciative of that. So thank you. Mm, of course. No, we're really happy to help. It's lovely to back people who are doing things that you can see that they genuinely care about it. You yeah. Know? I think it's really lovely. Yeah. Awesome. Mm. No, thank you for that. And so with that work... I was just thinking about it a bit more and I could imagine, (laughs) and correct me if I'm wrong, but I could imagine that it could quickly take away a lot of your time, you know, like you're already busy with having two kids and your husband and then if you're getting text messages (laughs) from people saying, oh, Adele, can you help me with this? Oh, I can't access this email (laughs) on my phone. Um, Do you find that it's quite hard to... I don't know, set boundaries or just protect your own time. I know that people who give a lot, it can be quite difficult to go, no, actually, I'm going to say no this time because you end up just (laughs) helping people all the time. I don't think I'm capable of saying no. Yeah, that's what Um, I mean. Yeah. (laughs) That's that's where it's very tricky. I'm I'm such a yes person and, um, you know, I'll never say no if I don't have time to do something there and then. Mm. I will always make time. Mm. Um, And, yeah, it does eat into your own time and whatnot, but, I don't mind it. I really love putting smiles on people's faces and helping where I can. And um, if I can empower someone, that just really, you know, makes my day. So, um, yeah, if I'm too busy, I'll just say I'm busy at the moment. But, hey, I'll help you out tonight. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a no, it's just a later. It's just a later, absolutely. Mm. And I'm a night owl anyway, so... Yeah. You know, when everyone else is sleeping, I'm either reading a book or working on something. Mm. And that makes me happy. You know, Um, I go to bed at night knowing that I've made a difference in the world. Mm. And um, yeah, that really warms my heart. And I think if I can be an example to anybody that feels like they would like to do more, that's just really awesome. And so what do you do to take care of yourself then when you're taking care of everyone else? You said you like reading books. Is that your sort of self-care thing to spend some time reading? Well, yes. um, There's there's heaps of things. Mm. I think um, I do a lot of mindfulness and gratitude. Mm. I do a bit of meditation. Oh, yes. Yeah, I think at the moment my reading is primarily focused on um, the life of teenagers, seeing Ah, my sons off to high school You're preparing. Yeah, preparing myself. (laughs) But um. I like, um, you know, spending time in nature, Mm. going for a stroll on the beach. Yes. Or visiting a local hot mineral spa. Oh, I love that too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And visiting my local shop in Te Awamuru, Yoga and Oils. Oh, okay. Yoga and Oils. I don't think I've been there. Really amazing little shop. They sell crystals and essential oils and lovely smelly things. Oh, it's amazing. It's just really good to um, go in there and have a 
silent moment to yourself. Yes. It's quite relaxing. Take a so, breath. Yeah, absolutely. And um, why not take someone with you, which I do all the time. I'll just go pick up someone I know and we'll go sit there and, hmm. you so know. It's a nice outing for them as also, well. Yeah, Aww. absolutely. <laughs> oh, it sounds like you're taking good care of yourself. That's <laughs> yes, good. I am. I'm yeah. <laughs> and um, are there any any sort of favourite books or talks, websites, resources, anything you'd like to recommend to listeners, especially if people are interested in learning more about sustainability or more about, you know, being of service to others? Absolutely. So one of the organisations that I would encourage people to partner with is uh, Parakuri. Mm. Parakuri deliver a Te Ao Māori-based zero-waste education programme called Oranga Tayo. This programme aims to design out waste and strengthen the connection to Papatuanuku and Ranganui. Mm. And so um, what they do is they, they partner with the organisation and they help you with your sustainability programme by doing a waste audit uh, and doing education around how to deal with your waste. Mm. I think they're really amazing. Mm. I, I worked alongside them for a good period of time. And um, I think if you can get involved with your local council mm. and your local schools, retirement villages, to find out um, how you can help, I think that that would make all the difference in the world. Mm. Um, in terms of books, there's this really awesome um, book that I'm reading at the moment, actually. It's not really relevant to anything that we've spoken about, but um, the book is called He'll Be Okay, and it's by mm. Celia Lashley. Mm. It's about how to guide your young boy to yes. adolescence. Mm. And so um, I've been reading that. That's what's on my nightstand at the moment, and it's really amazing. So if there's a parent out there that needs a bit of help to guide yourself through the teenage years yes and then um head on to your nearest bookstore and grab yourself a copy of he'll be okay by celia lashley yeah sounds like a great book it's i'm awesome. sure there are lots of parents out there who need that book yeah. <laughs> so thank you for recommending it <laughs> thanks heaps adele thanks for coming in thanks for sharing your story with us it's been really inspirational hearing about your oh. passion for helping others and just how sincerely you really care and all the all the time and all the energy that you're you're putting into awesome. looking after people. Aww. So thank you very much. We are proud to have you as one of our amazing vital Awesome. Thank you so much, Letitia. I really feel honored to um have been awarded the Vibe Lifter. Um, award and it's been such an honor to be here and speak to you and share a little bit of who I am and my story. I'm just a normal girl living a normal life um, trying to make a difference. Yeah and, and you're it, doing it. Oh awesome. <laughs> it's, it's really um, heartwarming that you guys are doing this Vibe Lifter Award thing. If anything I just want to encourage everybody to give a little bit of time. Mm, yeah thanks Adele. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. listening to the vibe lifter podcast we hope that tuning into this interview has lifted your vibe check out raglanfoodco.com to learn more about the people and projects we're stoked to be supporting that you played